0: Hello, fit friends. You are now listening to the Omega Sports, and active point of view with Mimi. This is a podcast for the woman who wears many hats. She's a mother, a daughter, sister, friend, activist, wife, employee, and oftentimes a business owner, but she is still finding time to stay fit. This episode here, is going to feature one of those women who's wearing, I'm going to say, every one of those on the list that I just mentioned. Omega Sports is a proud sponsor of this podcast, and they are proud to be your neighborhood sports store, helping locals to run more, move more, and play more. And with more than four decades of serving North Carolinians, Omega Sports always gives you up to compete to win. I want to tell you a little bit about myself. If you haven't listened to my first podcast, here you go. This is the second. <laughs> I am Mimi Melvin and I am running towards my purpose. I enjoy meeting people, talking to people and finding out about their story. And I'm looking for people so that I can share their stories with You, yes, you, all of our listeners. We're going to spend time with a collection of experts, brand and community leaders that are helping us live our best lives. We'll be covering everything from sports, fitness, health and fashion to inspirational and empowering stories from our neighbors, no, not anybody from far away. They're right here in our own backyard. And in this episode, I'm bringing you my friend, and we're gonna be talking to Naya Harton, the WRAL News reporter. Naya, say hi to everybody. Hey, everybody! <laughs> me, me. I'm so
1: excited.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So. I would be remiss if I did not say thank you for believing in me, for pushing me, because you've been pushing me for quite some time. Like, literally, we met when you first moved here to Raleigh. You relocated from Detroit to uh, work with at the station that I work at. And the more I talked to you, more I was like, oh, I really like her. And then I found out you were into fitness, and it was on and popping. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, you were just leaving a class and you just taught. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, I just got done actually teaching a class at um, the fitness studio that my husband and I own um, in downtown Fuquay, Varina, the Heart Fitness. I teach quite a few different classes, but the class I just got out of is called All Ball. It's a format that I've actually created to Encourage members to try something different, to focus on stability ball type workouts, dealing with balance and dealing with trying to use more core to be able to enhance that workout. And as already as being in the uh, fitness world, that the core is what keeps the body going, making sure that we have a strong core obviously is what prevents injuries and, and also allows us to continue to live a long and healthy life.
0: Oh my goodness. You've been holding back because, well, okay, in the days of COVID, you're not actually coming into the office. I am, but you could have at least told me over the headsets about this all ball course.
1: Yeah, it's very different when you get to own your own fitness studio. You have the opportunity to try different formats. That's just one of the things that we do to try and bring on something different. But yeah, it's been great. It's one of our most popular classes. And it's encouraging for a lot of people who maybe are beginners, because just like the name All Ball, it really is one of those things that's new for a lot of people. And we always say, you know, falling off the ball is OK. We all do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Like, there's no shaming, right?
1: No shame. Just laugh. OK,
0: excellent, excellent. So, OK, the name of your um, facility is called The Heart fitness. Why did you choose that name? And tell us a little bit about it.
1: My husband and I were thinking about different names for a fitness studio, and we were just thinking about the purpose behind it. And one of the things that came to us was the heart. And that was because we thought about the hardest working muscle in your body, obviously, is the heart. It deals with everything when it comes to fitness. And it We have to be able to have a strong heart in order to uh, really live this life. And um, focusing on the heart of the people in the community is exactly what we wanted to do. And we wanted to do it their way on their time and how they want it. And everybody is obviously at a different level at a different time. And for some of us, our heart rate may be um, lower and then at times it could be higher, but we wanted to be able to, to meet everyone's needs.
0: That is phenomenal. I love that you gave it. And and I know that all business owners really think about the name that they're projecting, but it wasn't just arbitrary. You said, you know, it is the strongest, well, the hardest working muscle in your body. And I love that you said also that you're trying to help people in the community on their time at their level. That's really saying that you wanted to connect here. When you came here, you came here on a mission, right?
1: Exactly. And that's just like what we do with our line of work. The fitness studio has provided me a platform to do it the way I want to do it for people and during the time that I have available. And that's kind of what we've been able to recognize is that as a military family, as a family who has Two parents working in the home, uh, we're on different schedules and life is different for us. And we're able to work it out the way people need it worked out, you know.
0: Most definitely. There are a couple things that you just threw out there at me. And even though I'm your friend and I know we're going to help all of our listeners follow along. First things I want to ask you is why would you want to open a studio? With your schedule and working on television, I know what our schedules are like. And why would you still want to be responsible for helping other people be better versions of themselves?
1: No, I could totally get why you would say that. <laughs> Honestly, I thought the same thing. I've been working at, and I continue actually, to work at a gym that is local here. And I was already doing that um, in Detroit. I was doing that in Texas. So I've kind of moved around as a, as an instructor teaching cycle, teaching Zumba. I've kind of done it all. It wasn't until my husband and I, we saw an empty space and I was just telling him that I didn't want them to put another food spot in there. And he was like, what would you do with it? And I said, I would think a fitness studio would be great there. And he said, maybe this is what you need to be doing. He was like, maybe Mm. all all the certifications, all the years of, of training, maybe this is where you need to be headed. You clearly have something in your mind that you see is needed in the community. And at first, it, you know, I just told him he was crazy because you just look at it and I'm just like, how am I going to do that? How do you set up a model for someone like me? And we started going to the drawing board, creating that business plan and, and looking at what it would look like to actually not just make a fitness studio, Mimi, but make a community fitness studio where you're not the only one that is running the place, but the community is running the place. And and we were able to create something like that. And when people tell me, oh my gosh, how do you do it? It's so hard to just run your own spot. It's like, I have a community that is actually running this place with me and I'm not alone. And I'm actually... Not here probably as much as they
0: are. Yes, Yes, I understand. But that's very encouraging because your husband, it's kind of arbitrarily through the question out there, well, what would you like to see? Well, I think this off to the races you go because he clearly knows how important it is to you to have fitness in your life. And what has that done for you? You're a professional. And again, first of all, I want to say, and I've of course met your husband and I've told him myself, but I'm going to say it here publicly that we appreciate his service and your, ser- your service too, because you are sacrificing when every time your husband is deployed for you and your children to continue to have to, you, you're running the house, you're running the business, you're taking care of the kids, and your husband is all uh, fighting for our country, our freedom. Thank you to you both. But I'm also gonna say thank you to your husband for inspiring you, for backing you up and allowing you to follow not just a dream, but it's definitely something that's rooted in it's in your belly. It's in deep down it's taken root because you're not just doing this for you. You're doing it for the community. You've said that numerous times in the last 10 minutes.
1: My husband's amazing. And for him to be able to encourage me in that way and know that that's going to take up more time, know that that's going to, in the beginning, it was it was a lot of time that um, we spent being in here, trying to to get things situated and stuff like that. and And never once did he complain. And it's a lot, To definitely juggle when you've got the kids too and his schedule that we also work with. And he has always been that way from me being in news to me doing the extracurricular activities that I like to do. It's always been a way to connect with people because for me, I look at the Black community in general. And I look at the amount of family and friends that I have who do not take their health and wellness seriously and the problems that they go through because of it. And it is a reminder that there is a part that has to be played when trying to set that example, not just for your kids, but setting that example for for others in hopes that they can see it. And I always tell my my clients, my members here, I tell them, You give me so many excuses as to why you can't work out. And most of it is around your family. But are you going to be around if you're not focusing on your health? How can you be around if you don't put your health first? And we don't think about that oftentimes. For a lot of people, it's that moment when we realize that if we feel like our family can't function without us, we have to make sure that we're doing everything we can To keep us here and in our best shape, that we can do what's best for them. This is another reason why we create a family-like atmosphere. And it's, for me, my parents had me as a child in fitness as far as sports, and and they were really big on that. And then when I got to college, I didn't do sports. I went into just working out, just wanting to just go to the gym and, and saw it as just being fun, saw it as a way to just connect with people. And then I also, you see the change and that's what we see now. Like we've had the business now for nearly two years and it has been, um, it's been life changing for, for some people and to see folks who had quit so many times or had not even been at a gym or any type of workout place to now see that they're 40 pounds down to see that they're, you know that they're able to to breathe that someone, one of our members told us the other day, she said, I went to my doctor and my doctor said, I'm no longer a pre-diabetic. And you hear those things and, and it reminds you that this is why you do it. And it also goes hand in hand with what you do at work. At work, we help people. We try to look at the work that we do and we hope that we are able to use it as a platform to be able to help people, to tell their stories, to get the word out, on what we need to let people know. And I love the, the opportunity that WRL has given me to be able to, to take that same type of, of purpose and apply it to health and wellness, which means so much to me.
0: Oh, that is wonderful. This message here, I could just like bottle it up because I know it sounds kind of hokey, but the truth of the matter is if you're not trying to help your, as they say, your fellow man, fellow woman, then really what is your purpose here on this earth? Correct? Again, I admire you for all the hats that you wear. And I probably don't tell you enough, but that's also because I haven't seen you enough <laughs> over the last two years with COVID. But I'm I'm really curious, how are you even finding the time to do all of this?
1: I guess the best way to do it is, the best way to tell you is probably to give you a, a recap of how my day kind of works. Basically how it starts is you, I usually will first wake up in the morning, early in the morning, and i will go to work around 2:45 after work after work i will usually go home take a nap and i'll nap for maybe 3 hours <laughs> and that kind of is what sets me gives me that reset after napping i will then wake up I might have a personal training session um, or something like that later on in the evening, and I'll do homework with the kids. I'll do whatever dinner, whatever has to be done for the night. We'll set up, and then we'll go to the gym, and we'll do whatever we need to do at the gym. I'm usually here um, about two, two days out of the week, not much. The rest of the time, it pretty, like I said, it pretty much runs itself. Our instructor's they handle everything on a day-to-day basis and all that. I usually try to teach about two classes a week and and do a couple of personal training sessions. and, And then I go back home and I start it all over again after spending some time with the family. And family time is important to me. It's also important that for my kids to see what we do here. My kids are a part of it too. My daughter, she runs the kids' room that we have. When classes are going on she's working in the kids room and she enjoys that she does the parents night outs that we do my son is a part of it too he's the one that does the parents night. he enjoys being in the parents night outs and he enjoys the kids in the kids room and I have to think during a pandemic too like for me I just feel really blessed because while a lot of people did not have um a lot of people to maybe connect with. We were able to have a small bubble within our facility and our kids were able to still have other kids to interact with. It made a huge difference and they've made these lifelong friendships to where now they hang out when we're not even here at the gym. It's impacted all of us. And thankfully, like I said, because we are community type fitness studio, everybody chips in and does their part to where we can all have that balance with them that work-life type of flow. So.
0: Wow, that is incredible. <laughs> Again, when you think about the people, there are times when I'll post, I just ran four miles or six miles, whatever it is, or I was at the gym and had to go do such and such, run some errands. And I've literally had people post on my my social media pages, I just wish I had the time you have. And, and I literally put the little emoji with the eyes wide open, like the time. You're making time for what's important and knowing your schedule and hearing your rundown. It's like you have to have everyone needs to take part and hearing how your children and knowing your husband is supporting. But even getting the kids in on it, it doesn't make it seem that bad. But you are also carving out time for what's important to you. Is that correct?
1: Oh, yeah. And, you know, what's funny, Mimi, is that my son... He has a personal trainer too. Not me, but at the gym, we do kids' classes, fitness classes. And my son is a part of those kids' fitness classes. It's the same thing, making sure that your kids carve out that time as well to be living to learn how to live that healthy lifestyle. Because this is a time too when your kids enjoy it. And if you can get your kids to enjoy it, right, like that's more motivation for you because they'll they'll be more inclined to go with it, right? And a lot of kids like to run. Like my son, he'll outrun my husband all the time around the neighborhood. <laughs> and so our kids, I think we, we oftentimes don't think about how the family, they, sometimes it, it is where if we just try with the family, we can, we'll find out that they will want to be a part of it. They will want to do it. They won't see it as much of as a chore as we do sometimes. And then it's fun and it's encouraging and, and it pushes us. I, I will tell you a lot of the members that I see, they will tell you that they bring their kids, their kids are what make them keep coming back. Like when they miss, if they have to miss a day because someone's not feeling well or they've got something else going on, they will tell you that their kids are upset and are questioning why we are not at the gym today, because they now have made it a part of their schedule too.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you see how it infects the whole community? Exactly. Oh, wonderful. Tell me, do you see a difference? We're going to kind of shift gears here a little bit. Do you see a difference of being an instructor and being the one that has to listen to the teachers?
1: Yeah. Being an instructor is hard. (laughs) It's, It's a lot of pressure. And, and it is, you're constantly, you're constantly being watched and being challenged to keep people going, right? And it's hard because sometimes you're tired. I'm tired sometimes. Sometimes I've had one of those days. And as an instructor, you have to tune all of that out, right? And you have to come in with, with the, the energy and the, the drive to, to bring everyone you know, else up. And then you have to also remember that these people, they are coming and they're anticipating that they're coming for a challenge. They come with goals in mind and you have to be the one to hold them accountable. It's a lot. And that's what makes it so rewarding. Versus being in the class, and there's nothing like being in, in a class. I love. I was actually like before we started, another class was starting, and my instructor she teaches um, a class called Work, which is it's a Chicago-based uh, dance class that does top 40s. And I was on the sidelines already, just moving it, acting like I was doing something, and like it's fun being able to be a part of the class and to actually just. Just let loose and do and, yes, do and just people. enjoy. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, like both ways are both, it's both rewarding. I enjoy going to other people's classes. I think I enjoy it more being an instructor now. Like, once you become an instructor, once you are actually mentoring other people, it's you learn from other instructors and you get to not only have fun, but you also get to take some of that stuff and you're like, oh, I can use that.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm Yes, I got it. I got you. Understood. You've already talked about how rewarding it is when you have people come in and they're looking for that challenge. And then after a couple sessions, well, not a couple sessions, but after a little while, they're down 40 pounds or whatever. How do you continue to motivate them so that they don't become complacent or think, okay, well, this is all I needed. How do you help them to make fitness and good nutrition part of their everyday life for the rest of their lives.
1: I think one of the things is is the community, right? Building that community and remind like setting the foundation in the beginning. Here we're a little bit different because we don't focus on weight as much. We focus on body fat. And we try to remind people that weight fluctuates, right? Somebody can be the same way to somebody else, but look completely different. And because of that, it is about trying to make this into a lifestyle. And a lifestyle change is not going to happen overnight. For some people, it's not going to happen six months down the road. For some people, it's not even going to be where they want to be a year from now. It has, that lifestyle change is going to have to, it's habits, making them small habits. And so, um, and by making those small little changes with your habits... You start to change your thought process and and you're slowly getting yourself there By by coming to classes, right? You don't have to come to every class, but even if you just come to one a week, if you just start there, just by starting, you're creating... habit that you didn't have before. And and it it grows from there. And I think that's what keeps people going is the fact that you're able to be in a community that this. It's is, they're thinking the same type of way. They are on the same type of track where they understand that this is not a race and we're not going to promise you that you're going to get there by a certain time. But what we are going to promise you is that if you stick with it and just keep trying your best instead of conforming to everyone else's best, that you'll get there in, in your time. And that's the whole thing again, your way, your time, how you want it. And people, they realize that, they like that and they start to come here and it's not about, it starts to become more about, about them just coming and having fun and enjoying themselves and working hard and knowing that they did. And then all of a sudden, as you know, you start noticing it in your pants. You start you know, noticing it in your weigh-ins. You start noticing it, when you're lifting weights being the the biggest thing, you start noticing as you're lifting heavier weights. I've, I've got people who can lift, who were lifting maybe five pounds that now are lifting 25 pounds, 50 pounds of free weights. It's those type of changes that, that people start to notice that really start to, to remind them that they were once somewhere else. And now they can tell that in some type of way, they've made those small changes that mean a lot to them.
0: Indeed. Indeed. You hit on some really, really uh, good key points, especially when you talk about how weight fluctuates and you start to see the changes in your waistline. And, and I think a lot of times partially because we're taught to look at the scale. We're looking at 143 or 163 or whatever the the, the number is instead of the inches that we've bl- lost in our weight in our thigh. Or if you're like me, you're looking to gain a couple (laughs) in your thigh. And instead of concentrating on how we're improving, we're looking at numbers. And it's more important to build a healthy lifestyle. If you don't mind, I want you to talk a little bit about that because we're, we're seeing a lot of people drinking teas and drinking shakes. Everything is about, well, let's just drink this liquid and let's make it happen real fast. And what happens If you lose that weight too fast and haven't changed your whole lifestyle.
1: Oh, sustainability. We can't, our body cannot hold on to that same type of pattern. And we tell people all the time when they come here, the fad diets, they'll work for you in the beginning, but eventually you're going to end up going back to your old ways. And at that point, you have to remember it's just temporary, temporary. And it's going to have to take that hard discipline in trying to change the way you think. For me, the easiest way to put it, and this is from one of my good friends, Dr. Ian Smith. He always talks about how our body craves two types of things, sweet and salty. That's that's what your body craves, two, sweet, two things, sweet or salty. You put that in people's minds. You start changing the way they think by saying to them what you're craving is is really something sweet or salty. And you can, instead of grabbing something that is like a chocolate chip cookie, you can go for something a little more healthier, like some fruits. Once you start putting that type of thing in people's minds, when they give it a try, they start to realize that that pattern can be changed, that they can do this. But it's sad how many people, it's that image that is always put up in some, so much social media and and you've got Instagram and things like that now where a lot of people are that are able to to show things that they've done to quickly get there, but there is no easy way. And there's no and there's no one way of doing it either. Everyone's body is going to respond in a different way when it comes to how quick or how slow that process is. And based on your your basal metabolic rate and so on and so forth. And that's the thing is that we're at a point where we see people and we don't wanna we don't wanna make promises to you that are going to put you right back where you started. We wanna eliminate the excuses. And we want you to be able to have no reason to be able to say, Oh, I, I can't do it because of this. That's what we do. We focus on trying to eliminate those excuses for people.
0: That is perfect. I love it. Eliminate the excuses and get moving. Before we wrap up, is there anything else that you may think that you need to share with our listeners about this fit journey?
1: There are so many new ways that you can work out now, right? Like it's where before it was just going to the gym. Now, for example, we offer a completely separate online, live online workout option for people. I have members who just work out with us online from different parts of the country there are so many ways to get a workout in. And when you start, when you do it, and when you create community, when you create that accountability and, and you have someone who you can who you can work with to help you get there, it makes a difference and it can make it fun. And whether that just be walking, because walking is one of the most effective ways, whether that just be walking or be running, or whether that's just going to to a dance class just to start is going to um, get you one step closer to where you want to be. And most importantly, it's going to focus on keeping you here longer so that you can be here longer for others. And I think that's what we need to think about is that we all have families, we all have people we care about and want to take care of. And and we want to make sure that we're here as long as possible for them. And so that's At the end of the day, the thing that you really, really should just consider is that you want to be here for those you love. And the best way to do that is to take some time out for yourself.
0: Oh, Perfect way to end this episode. But before we do, let's give the people the information that they need to connect with you, either online or if they're here in um, the Raleigh, well, in the Triangle area. Let's share your social media and your websites right now and go.
1: You can catch me on WRAL Harden, Nia Harden, N I A. Harden, H-A-R-D-E-N. No, I am not related to James Harden. (laughs) And you you can also catch me with that same handle on Instagram or Twitter. And then you can also reach out by, if you need any fitness related type needs at the Heart Fitness LLC. That's on Facebook, Instagram, we also have an email if you need to email us at hello at the heart But most importantly, I just enjoy hearing from people. And if you have any ideas or any great inspirational stories that I can pass on to other people even
0: better. Oh, wonderful. Well, Naya, I have to say thank you um, again as my friend, my coworker, and my workout muse. This has been wonderful. And everything that you've shared, you've echoed the things that I say. So I'm glad it came from someone else and not me. So people don't think that I'm berating this this issue. You have to make time for your own fitness because again, you can't be here to take care of everyone else if you're laying on your back yourself. Just 30 minutes a day, whether it's a walk a run, some exercises or meditation, just to get started. You have to do it for your own health. I'd again like to thank you so much for joining me today. This here is not my first episode. It's episode number two. And if you'd like to be a guest or if you have a topic that you'd like to hear us cover, just reach out to us on social media. Here, I have to say this. This is the disclaimer. The opinions expressed in this podcast are solely my own and not expressed by the views or the opinions of Omega Sports. They are sponsoring, but this is all about me. And I am trying to help you that we can all run towards our purpose. This podcast will be available online to you, all of my listeners on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so many more. And if it's not on your favorite podcast platform yet, It will be soon. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please subscribe, like, and rate this podcast, and it'll help us know what we need to do and how we can reach our other listeners. Again, thank you, Naya, for your time, for your energy, and for your service to the community because you're helping us all stay fit one one person at a time. And you, for all of you, for all of you listeners, remember to keep running towards your purpose. Peace. Peace.